0: All right, Um, we got recording, we got, we're on Zoom. Sounds like people can hear me and Prabhu can also be heard in Spanish. Uh, Thank you for coming. And I guess we'll get started with this uh, presentation, which is, titled, well, first of all, my name is Krishna Chaitanya Das. Uh, Nice to see you. And thanks for coming. And uh, I'll start with a little bit of an invocation. Omagyana tamarandasya, yananjana shavakaya, chapshul, minmitam jena, tasmai shi buddhave namaha. One day, Burun isha bhaktan, ishaam tat prakasyam krishna chetanya samgakam, vantrakapa trivasca, kripasindu vyavacca, patitanam pavanebhyo, vaisna vebhyo, namo namaha, sri krishna chetanya, Prabhu nityananda, siadvaita, kudadhara, srivas adi gova, bakta brinda, hare krishna, hare krishna, 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 Hare, Hare. Hare Rama, Hare Rama, Ram Rama, Rama, Hare, Hare. Welcome. Uh, so this is the first installment of uh, July series. Oh, How does he oh keep you keep muted. getting unmuted. Sorry, uh, our translator. I don't know what's going on. We'll try to keep uh, tabs keep on, on on that. Um, so this is the first installment of uh, the series that I've been asked to do some time ago and kept push, pushing it off, but uh, Padmanabha Swami caught me for July. Uh, it's entitled uh, Dasya Sakya. Vaidhi rag, what? So what? Now what? Today I'm really just going to try to introduce the topic and, and explain what we are going to try to do over the next next four days, because there are five Fridays in July. So just to jump in, uh, to be honest, I I was asked to do a series and and I could not think of what I would possibly talk about. And this is the only thing that came to my mind. Uh, There was a time a year or two ago when I was reading a couple of books at the same time and uh, also thinking about something. To be honest, what got me started on this subject matter was this idea of, well, we have the nine big processes of devotional service. Uh, I think most of our listeners slash watchers Are familiar with these. Um, They are Shravanam, Kirtanam, Vishnu, Smaranam. Uh, So, hearing, chanting, remembering, uh, serving the lotus feet of the Lord, engaging in worship, Archana, serving Dasya, becoming a friend of the Lord, and giving everything, Atma Nivedana. So, me and some friends were talking about it. And the, this idea came up uh, that we had oftentimes heard uh, Srila Bhaktivedanta Swami Prabhupada mentioned that one could engage in one, two, three, four, uh, or all nine of these processes of devotional service. And I had seen that uh, some, and I've noticed uh, that some devotees have a propensity for hearing. Some have a propensity for chanting. Some are especially interested in deity worship and so on. so it came to mind, I, I was thinking uh, that I saw uh, some devotees that I know uh, may didn't seem to have a uh, propensity for those sorts of things, but they were great servants and great friends of the devotees. And we hear in the Bhakti Rasam Rikta Sindhu that one of the Angas, of course we're talking about nine here, but there's also 64 that are mentioned. And one uh, point in the Bhati Rasamrita Sindhu, Srila Rupago Swami says that any of, any of these ungas that are talked about in relation to Krishna could also be uh, performed in relation to the Vaishnavas. And I have seen that some Vaishnavas are, as I was saying, good friends and servants of other Vaishnavas, and that appears to be their main propensity. This is a roundabout way of trying to uh, introduce things. So we have Dasya. Dasya is uh, a service. We have Sakya. So that's friendship. Uh, and we have Vaidhi. Uh, That is engaging in bhakti according to rules and regulations, because the Shastra says that we should do it, or maybe out of fear of what may happen if we don't do it, or maybe because we want to go back to Godhead. Um, And we'll get into that in more detail in weeks to come, but that's a Basic, and then we have Rog. Uh, To be honest, I I almost feel embarrassed uh, to talk about these things. But my uh, the idea was if I was forced into uh, talking about some sort of series, uh, I would pick a topic that I wanted to know more about. So Rog is where uh, someone has a feeling for the Lord, and engages in devotional service based on that. Uh, These are simplified words to try to talk about a subject that no amount of words will ever really suffice. So, in thinking about these things and and reading the books that I was reading, I, I started turning um, so to find out well what what is dasya and what is sakya, and especially what does that have to do with us, if anything. Um, so, just to kind of bring. a couple of other things into this. Uh, At the same time, I was thinking about this of the Dasya and the Sakya and serving the Vaishnavas. Uh, I happened to be reading uh, some verses in the Srimad Bhagavatam. And I hit some, uh, some other verses in the Sri Chaitanya Charitamrita. And that's a, this is where we get to uh, the connections and or non-connections between Dasya and sakya, um, and what this series is trying to be about. Uh, and to be honest, uh, I wasn't quite sure what would come out. And I'm also going to try to engage those who are here and those who happen to listen uh, in a team effort of going through these topics in more detail. I feel like I'm winding around and saying a lot of nothing so far, but (laughs) I'll try to get a little bit more concise, meaning that, okay, I uh, read a particular verse, let me see if I can bring it up. I'm just going to bring up a few verses and then uh, in the, hmm, bear with me, I'm using a phone as my book. Usually I have a stack of books, but now my stack is in a little thing. Okay. So w- one verse that I was reading at this time when thinking about this uh, came in the fifth canto of the Srimad Bhagavatam, the 19th chapter and it's the seventh verse, there is a chapter in the Bhagavatam where uh, different inhabitants of uh, the world are offering prayers. And there is a particular place where Hanuman is uh, located and he engages in... uh, these are some of his prayers. I'm just going to read the one verse, and it's na janma Nunam Mahato, Nasobagham, Navan, Nabudhir, Nakritis, Tosha, Heitu, Tire Yad, Vishritan, Apino, Vano, Kasash, Chakar, sapke vata what a Sri Hanuman says, one cannot establish a friendship with the Supreme Lord Ramachandra on the basis of material qualities, such as one's birth in an aristocratic family, one's personal beauty, one's eloquence, one's sharp intelligence, or one's superior race or nation. None of these qualifications is actually a prerequisite for friendship with Lord Sri Ramachandra. Otherwise, how is it possible that although we uncivilized inhabitants of the forest have not taken noble births, although we have no physical beauty and although we cannot speak like gentlemen, Lord Ramachandra has nevertheless nevertheless accepted us as friends. So, Hanuman is is saying that n- none of these material qualities uh, matter. It's uh, really you know, and how is this possible that Lord Ramachandra? has accepted us as friends. So that that verse struck me. And simultaneously, I uh, ran into a different verse uh, when I started investigating Dasya in the Bhakti Rasam Rita Sindhu. Now there's two places that we'll get to. Again, this is just an introduction for the other four talks. so one can look at dasya as a, an anga of devotional service, and then also as a stai bhava, or a you know a bhava. A, a, and there are, there's information, at the beginning of the book of Bhakti Rasa Mita Sindhu about the anga of dasya, and then later on, there's a whole chapter. Uh, about dasya. Um, the same goes for sakya. There, there's the idea of friendship as an anga of bhakti, which is mentioned in the sadhana bhakti chapter. And then later on, there's uh, this whole idea of uh, the stai baba uh, of sakya, uh, which is, again, later and the, the later part of the book, Bhakti Rasamrita Muthasandri. Um, so anyway, when, when I went out to check Dasya uh, in the Anga version, I, I saw in a commentary, and I think it was Jiva Goswami's commentary, in, in that uh, there was a verse uh, take my word for it or don't take my word for it. We're gonna to try to bring all this together. But in the beginning, uh, this is going to be a little avant-garde. Do you have avant-garde uh, in Spanish? Meaning weird, meaning artistic. Uh, I'm just saying that, uh, meaning it supposed to be music, but it doesn't sound like it. (laughs) It's supposed to be (laughs) a a painting, but it just looks like uh, uh, throwing paint on a canvas. So anyway, avant-garde to begin with, this is gonna be like, what is he talking about? And hopefully it's going to uh, uh, come together later. Anyway, I digress. Uh, we'll get back to it. So, in the idea of dasya, servitude as an umga, there was a verse quoted by um, Swami, and it pointed us to Sudama Vipra. So I was thinking, hold on. I thought Sudama Vipra was a friend of Krishna. Why Why is why is he being quoted here as a servant? I mean, that was a simplistic way, but you know, it's kind of like, oh, what's that about? Um, I'm just going to quote this verse uh, because it's connected to the, the rest of what we're doing here. So this verse is in the, 10th canto of the Srimad Bhagavatam, the 81st chapter is verse 36. Dasyaiva me sorida sakya-maitri dasyam punar janmani janmani syat. Did you hear that? There was, sakya was in there, dasya was in there. Mahanubhavena purusha prasanga. I didn't even notice prasanga was in there. That's going to be connected to another verse. <laughs> okay. The Lord is the supremely compassionate reservoir of all transcendental qualities. Life after life, may I serve Him with love, friendship and sympathy and may i cultivate such firm attachment for him by the precious association of his devotees it was really the second half of this verse that she jiva goswami quoted but that's a pretty cool verse um just to also share uh vishvanath explains that soridam here signifies affection toward him who is so compassionate to his devotees. Sakyam is affinity manifested in the desire to live in his company. Maitri is the attitude of intimate friendship, and dasyam is the urge to do service. Again, we're not going to get into that verse right now, and hopefully others will help us get into that verse and and more, because I think it would be a disservice to you for me just to spout at you whatever I think I'm getting from these topics, and so far, I'm still trying to just give a brief introduction to the first part of the title of this uh, series, Uh, the Sanskrit terms. Uh, And I'm going to quote one more verse before going to the second part of the title uh, that has English terms. And that verse is also from uh, Sudama Vipra. And the cool thing was that I was reading in the Chaitanya Charta at the same time that I was reading these other things. And it so happened that Murari Gupta Spoke a different verse of Sudhamma Vipra. Now, some of us may know that Marari Gupta is a certain personality. Now he's he's a great servant of Sri Chaitanya Mahaprabhu. But he is said to be Hanuman. Uh, and his verse that he quoted here was Kvaham Darija Papiyan, Kva Krishna Sri Brahmabandur pittismaham bohubhyam parirambitaha. Translation is, who am I? A sinful, poor friend of a Brahmin. And who is Krishna? The Supreme Personality of Godhead, full with six opulences. Nonetheless, he has embraced me with his two arms. Okay so somehow ran into Hanuman, Hanuman was talking, said the word Sakya, he said that uh, Lord Ramachandra has a friendship with us, creatures, his word, I'm not, I'm not putting down Hanuman, uh, and then we saw Vipra, who's known as a friend a Krishna, quoted as an example of dasya, service, And we saw those elements in both of these verses. Actually, all three of the verses, uh, we saw these elements of dasya and sakya and vaidhi in the sense of aishvarya, and then a little bit, some sort of rag uh, in, in the sense of pranaya and friendship. That's another term I almost put in the title pranaya. We'll get into that later. Uh, Sakya is more or less made of pranaya. Which is a certain of sameness. Uh, Sudama, Vipra, and Krishna went to the Gurukul together. That was a basis of their friendship. And they went through some special experiences in service to the guru, which made them buds, uh, buddies, uh, friends. So when I ran into that verse with, Murari Gupta saying this, I thought, well, is there some what's is there some connection? Uh, what and and. Because Marari Gupta, okay, he's Hanuman, but he's also, he's in Dasya, he's got Dasya Bhav for Goranga. So So um, that led me to asking a question uh, of our Guru Maharaj on one of those weekly calls, just wondering, uh, is, Is there any correlation between the type of friendship that Sudama Vipra has for Krishna and or the dasya that Hanuman has? Because we're hearing verses from Sudama Vipra running into the idea of sakya that Hanuman was talking about. And we are also uh, in Gora Leela with this verse coming up. Uh, I asked Guru Maharaj about this and he gave a nice answer explaining that actually, well, okay, Hanuman is, is dasya and he does not have this idea of sakya. And then he, he set me straight on the Sudama Vipra. Okay, he's a friend, but his friendship is in the Vaidhi Bhakti, uh, seeing Krishna as the Supreme Personality of Dada. And see, what I was, I guess, asking was where does the Dasya for Gauranga fit? with these other ideas. And he said, well, actually, the this isn't a quote, uh, I'm paraphrasing what Guru Maharaj said. He said, actually, the uh, dasya for Gauranga most resembles the dasya in Vrindavan, the rag dasya that the devotees in Vrindavan have for Krishna. So if you wanted to correlate the, the Dasya Bhav for Goranga with something, the closest thing would be the servants such as Rat Pot and others. Hopefully I got their names kind of right. Uh, so um, <laughs> a roundabout way, what we're coming to here is that we're going to uh, try to explore these ideas in more detail, and I'm going to invite you as as much as time allows, uh, to also do some research and finding out uh, uh, about, uh, I think first we'll go to Sudama Vipra, that'll be next week. It's the 80, I think the 80th and 81st chapters of the 10th Canto, also found in Krishna book and other places. we're going to go back to these uh, ideas and kind of go in depth. So, first that one, and then we're going to explore Hanuman. We'll probably come next. Uh, we'll look at those verses that uh, I was talking about in the fifth canto, uh, and also look at the story of Lord Ramachandra and where Hanuman may be found in the Srimad Bhagavatam. And I think it would probably be a good idea to check out the Brihad Bhagavatam Rita in relation to that. And then later on, we'll, we'll also check out uh, the chapter on Dasya Bhakti and uh, the Bhakti Rasamrita Sindhu to, to see, because there there is a distinction given of different types of servants and... Uh, there will be comparisons between those with an Aishvarya or Vaidhi Bhakti bent to them. And then also the servants in Vrindavan will be discussed. And this idea of Dasya with um, Pranaya will be. Discussed a type of servant who is also somewhat friends with the Lord. And um, so, like I said, the, there'll be Sudama Vipra, Hanuman, looking at Dasya Bhakti and varieties of that in Vaidi and in Ragh, that's why this title, but I wasn't sure where it's gonna lead us, that's why the title was vague. Um, And then we'll get into some, and these will all be case studies, Uh, case study of Sudama Vipra, case study of Hanuman, and then case studies of probably, uh, we'll look at, Don't hold me to it, Uh, but at least we'll probably look at uh, Kolavech Sridhar, Shuklambar Brahmachari, I I think Vasudev, the leper, the Sudama Vipra verse comes up there too, um, and others. And there may or may not be some discussions of the Lord forcibly embracing people. Okay, so that's, that's an explanation of the first part of the title of the series. Uh, the first uh, Dasya, Sakya, Vaidhi, rag. Now to the second part. The second part is what, so what, now what? Uh, yeah, because you threw out these Sanskrit terms and then and now these questions. Now these questions, they're actually a way of debriefing or a way of reflection. Because what we want to do is not only hear, okay, let's uh, uh, certainly hearing any part of the Bhagavatam uh, or any of our stories of Gora and Krishna Leela is in of itself Purifying and awesome. Okay, just putting that out there. But I'm also going to say that, uh, as our Guru Maharaj points out, that we like to figure out or have some idea of where we are. And he, he oftentimes brings up the map of a mall, and, and there's a place on the map that says, You are here. And you're trying to get over there so if you can see where you are on the map and you see where you want to go in this instance we'll say well here i am uh you know animal-like uh, person who is not uh, fit for whatever uh, i'm just noticing i'm not identifying with my i've been trying to listen to padma nabaswamy he's been giving lots of talks so we identify our anartas, but t- we see what they are, but we do not identify with them. Anyway, uh, so here I am, fallen person. And then over here, where do I wanna go? Well, I know this much. I wanna go to Dasya Ba for Gorunga. That's, that's what this whole thing is about. Let's find out more about that. We're well, not to only find out, okay, we find out more about where we wanna go. You got to look at yourself for here. I mean, like where you are. You just got to be honest. That's an important thing. Uh, And then figure out, well, okay, how do I get there? That's the idea. How do I get there? Um, So that's what we're hoping to go deeper into these subject matters to analyze those things. And that's what this tool, what, so what, now what, is about and it, it's a uh, technique that we find in something called experiential education experiential education uh, we have heard that guru Maharaj talks about experiential spiritual life and uh, we just want to apply some of these tools for experiential learning into our spiritual life okay so there's a, different, a few different ways one can go about this. Uh, the way that I'm gonna try to go about it is at the end of, of a talk, we'll ask the participants to first identify what. Now, what we're asking to identify is what did we hear the previous Acharya say Or what came up in the readings or lecture that was important to me in my pursuit of bhakti. That's the what. So what is simply something stuck out and I found it important to my practice. Now, once we've identified the what, we go to so what. Why is that important to my practice? We identify what something stuck out. um, And then we identify why is that important to me and my journey uh, towards bhakti. And then the last thing is now what? So what? um, The now what is? What am I going to do? How can I use this? And how how do I plan to use this in my practice? And then after the now what? There's the idea of actually doing that thing. And this is a cycle. You've got I think. My other arms might have. uh, uh, We're going to try. Okay, here we go. Am I sharing the screen? Not
1: yet.
0: Not yet. Something is coming up. Kanuram, put thumbs up if you see something on the screen. Can you read it? Is it too small? Oh, you have to chat, I think. It's very small.
1: It's very small.
0: <laughs> uh, I'll get that worked out next time. Um, can you read the words do it? What? So what? Now what? Okay. Connor uh, says you can read that. That's the main important thing. So uh, this uh, tool is its a reflection. Uh, what, what, came, what came out? Uh, why is it important? And what am I going to do about that? And then we do it. Uh, Let's say, for instance, I'll do do a simpleized version. I heard from sadhus that it is that the name of Krishna is non-different than Krishna. And uh, it is good to chant the name. So that's a thing. That's a what. And then so what? Uh, well, uh, since the name is non-different than Krishna, and chanting his name purifies me, it's important to know because that's a method that I could utilize to bring me forward in my path of bhakti. Okay, now what? I will chant a certain number of rounds of japa every day. Uh, to, uh, that's my plan and then do it, I chant. Now it's a cycle because at the point of doing it, I do it and then I check in with myself and I take my temperature. Okay, what happened? What were the results? I chanted and maybe after time I, I found that some of my material attachments went away you know uh, okay but uh, so what? Well, if material attachments go away, I have more uh, I have more space in my life uh, for Krishna. Now what? Well I think I'll keep chanting <laughs> and then I do it you know um, and then I find and it's just it's a cycle. it's a way of making sure that what we're doing, leads somewhere. Now, now it could go a different way. Let's say I I stopped chanting. I stopped. What happened? I I became very depressed and had no interest in life. Why is that important? So what? Well, uh, you're not going to do anything if you don't feel like doing anything. Now what? Well, maybe I'll try chanting again, (laughs) and then you do it. Hopefully that's uh, a a simplified explanation of this idea of what, so what, now what. Do you have the other one? Is it still there or is it gone? I had another, oh, that's all right. Oh, okay. That's a simplified version. So the idea is basically Uh, like that. We're going to explore these topics, and and I'll give you a heads up for next time. It's Sudama Vipra. If anyone else wants to read those stories and the commentaries about Sudama Vipra, uh, please do. Um, That's what I'll be speaking about next time. And then at the end, uh, I'll well, just put it out there. Well, what sounded important to you in your practice? Why is it important? So what? And now what? What, what is a, uh, a practical, we could even say a specific, measurable, achievable, Relevant time bound <laughs> goal that uh, we could do. Um, so, anyway, that, that, that is the introduction to this eclectic series. Uh, at this point in time, if there are any corrections, comments, questions. I think that my other two arms allowed unmuting. You can just come forward if you got something. If you don't, that's fine too. Connor Ram, you got something?
1: yeah I was just trying to think about like so in in reference to like what you're like to today's class what stuck out to me was like you're referencing bhavas from different devotees across a lot of different incarnations so you've got Ram and you've got Krishna and you've got Lord Chaitanya so so what um to me is like in like my Heart of hearts as like a devotee, like what I'd really like if I could dream big and like see myself project into the future that I want to be there. So I want to be there as a, as a servant and a friend in the future in Ram's Leela and Krishna's Leela and Lord Chaitanya's Leela. So I want to get there. So now what means in order to like, like you say, like Guru Maharaj says, I want to go from here in the mall to room 108. I wanna go like, so I have all these other funky condition things and like attachments and thoughts and feelings of like what I want from the world. So I've got to change my identity from, um, I'm talking to the thin air. I'm listening to you. Okay. (laughs) So, So I've got to change like those attachments and feelings and like, so I've got to purify myself by chanting. I also need to hear about those things, like, and become knowledgeable about, like, those those kind of thoughts and moods and feelings, the feelings of a servant, feeling of a friend, like, that are described, like, in these stories and Bhakti Rasa Marita Sindhu. And, and, um, the, so that's my, that's my now what? How do I apply, like, change in my, attitude and my worldview to be to go from like like you say like this animalistic person into this like devotee with all these like thoughts and feelings of a devotee
0: okay well let me um and thank you first for engaging and and (laughs) trying to do that so that's cool and um yeah so you're saying what uh that there's these different uh ways of serving the lord that sound yeah Let's do that. Um, So what, you know, it's important to, you know, try to get there and and that I say, the now what, where you're saying it is very broad. What we're gonna try to get to with this technique is something, okay, let's even, so let's say it's time bound between now and next Friday. What is one thing that you could do in your life to further yourself on that goal. You see what I'm saying? It could be, for instance, okay, I want to be uh, you know, a servant of uh Gauranga. So I, I'm going to make sure that I read the Chaitanya chart and a little bit, or even like a page, at least a page a day for the next week. You see what I'm saying? So that would be one you Know because you're what was the Lord reciprocates, so what it's important to know about that. My screen's doing Just different kidding. things, and um, now what? Well, one way could be, Well, I'm going to hear about more in a systematic way Gora Leela this week, and then you check in with yourself. You see what I'm saying, um.
1: Yeah, not, something, not something you tangible, something that. you can fit yeah. in the palm of your hand kind of thing.
0: Yeah, that kind of thing. Uh, and sometimes we start with things that we know that we already have. We don't want to get like crazy with it. You know, for instance, mm. I want to be, a, you know, I want to be a servant of Goranga. Why is that important? Well, because, look, he's, he's awesome. He's Krishna himself. He's also just fantastic. He's one of the coolest people that exists. Um, And then now what? Well, I heard that he'll only eat someone's cooking if if they chant a hundred thousand names a day. So I'm going to chant 64 rounds for the rest of my life. And that's going to get me there. I think we can see some, some, you know, you might be able to pull that one off, but we're going for, that's why I was bringing out, I should have brought a, some of us probably heard of it, smart goals, a specific, measurable, achievable, relevant, time-bound goal. Um, One for myself, which is kind, will be kind of meta, will be, I'm going to look for at least one thing when I am hearing for the next week, I'm gonna try to capture one thing that speaks to me from a lecture and see if it, since I I guess what I heard that it's important to try to uh, apply what we hear in our lives. So what if, if we uh, apply that in our lives, it becomes more relevant in going for bhakti. So now what I'm going to look, I'm gonna hear, I'm gonna, part of my hearing is gonna be listening out for something that will speak to me to incorporate into my life, just identify it. That's, that's one thing, that's like me hopefully i haven't gotten too weird on this what do you what do you think conor you see my point with trying to pick a doable thing and a time-bound thing
1: yeah for sure i, th- I think that you you've given the, the right emphasis to that and made it doable it's not it's not over anybody's head to, to do something like that you can just pick pick one or two simple things like i'm going to I'm going to find something that really stands out and I'm going to try and like focus on that a little bit.
0: Okay. In the chat there. Oh, that might just didn't hear comments question. Okay. Are there any other questions, comments. Concerns. I'm not hearing or seeing anything. So at this point, we're going to close it down. I thank, thank you for showing up. And uh, I encourage anyone to look at the uh, Sudama Vipra pastimes before next time. No necessity to do it, it's fine. But you know, do it if you if you feel like you sh- you will. And that is where we're gonna jump in next time. All right. you <laughs> ball? <Arriba. Arriba. laughs> Thank you, uh Kali Yuga Pavna. Thank you. Was I uh, speaking? well enough for you to translate. Yes, okay, good, good. (laughs) Nice, Uh, I tried to slow it down a little. Great, all right. Well done, all right,
1: well.